And we join on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at, and advisor at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to the listeners. And of course, yesterday, quite a bit of attention to those Q1 employment survey figures and uh, stats essay releasing that. Were you surprised at any of it? You know, unfortunately not. And I guess that is, uh, that's the sad part about it, is that we've come to almost expect these job losses and, and poor unemployment stats. And um, I, I guess two bits that did surprise me. The one was that there were losses in the retail, oh, sorry, in the, in, the, in the tourism industry, in the retail, hotel and restaurant sectors in particular. And I think considering that we ended off the year on, on such a weak level for the RAND, there was the expectation that that should be supportive of the tourism, tourism industry during the first quarter. So that for me certainly was was I surprised? But I think the other big surprise really is that for the first time in a very long time, we've actually seen a contraction in government jobs, in, in public sector employees, in particular at the at the provincial and municipal level. So we've had a long-standing trend of growing public sector employment in South Africa, and it was really the private sector where the jobs have been lost. But for the first time in a quite a long time, we now see, um, and maybe it's a case of the of of um, uh, Municipalities and provincial departments starting to heed that call by Finance Minister Pravin Gordon to say we've got to cut the size of our public sector wage bill, which now consumes about 40% of all spending in government. So I guess good from that point of view, but certainly at an employment level, nothing to get excited about. And and just shows how important it is that we all um, really take hands and stand together to try and fight the the scourge of unemployment in South Africa. Absolutely. And uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to a good news story just as yet, because the price of both petrol and diesel will be increasing at midnight tonight. And that despite uh, recent strength in the RAND. Why is that? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's really more about the oil price, I guess, than it's been about the RAND. Um, yesterday morning, we were talking about the performance of some of the key um, numbers in the, in the market over the first six months of this year. And, and we spoke about the fact that the oil price in dollar terms has recovered by almost 40% in the first half of this year. So where it now sits at just over $50 a barrel, um, yes, it did come off a very low base, but it's quite a lot higher than it was earlier in the year. And although we've seen the strength in the RAND, um, you know, just over the first six months uh, strengthened by about 5%. In the last month alone, it's strengthened by 6% against the dollar. But this has not been enough to really offset that uh, that strength in the oil price um, and, and it's the second month in a row where we're seeing this, this increase. If the strength in the RAND can continue and the oil price um, moderates somewhat after the US summer in particular, maybe we'll get a bit of a reprieve. But I do think that we're on a bit of a rising trend regarding the, the, the petrol price, unfortunately. And then, Arena, uh, we've also seen strength in government bond markets and uh, to levels last seen uh, early December last year. What's driving that? Yeah, so I guess um, some readers will remember that uh, in, in December we certainly had um, massive fallout in our in our local financial markets and in particular in our bond market at the time that the former finance minister was financed uh, was was fired. Um, and and what we've really seen since then is is a lot of weakness in in the government bond market. In particular, as there's this expectation that we're still not sure that we will be able to avoid that credit rating downgrade in our investment markets. But for 
for the time being, I think that's been pushed on the back burner a little bit. And what we've seen um, as being a beneficiary, really, of the fallout from Brexit is that there's this renewed called hunt for yield or really the search for assets globally that will provide good income. You know, most of Europe is sitting on a negative interest rate environment, negative bond yields, and um, in that uh, sort of scenario, emerging market bonds and including South African bonds that yield quite a lot more, so pay a lot more more interest, um, they are very attractive. And I think that's part of the reason why we're also seeing the RAND relatively strong. We've certainly seen foreigners over the last two weeks being strong net buyers of our bond market. Um, and I guess we should we should enjoy this while it lasts. Indeed. Um, maybe I can just, um, you know, um, pick your brain on this very quickly. I see the uh, South African National Roads Agency Limited, Sandrail, um, they've extended uh, CEO Nazir Ali's stay for yet another three months, uh, um, that contract. And he's been, you know, set to go for a while now, but they seemingly unable to replace him, to find a suitable replacement. I think that's certainly one part of it, but I think the other thing also is that this is still a very difficult and, and uncertain time, not just at Sunroll, but at, but at these parastatal um, um, entities. You know, talk about government sort of reducing their stake in these state-owned enterprises, um, and, and we know that it's been a very tough time, um, both in terms of funding itself, but also the the whole um, toll sort of e-toll saga that's been hanging over them. Um, I think for them also, there's been uh, some benefit in the last couple of weeks and months around this um, improved outlook for the bond market and and if anything it's probably good to have um, somebody that understands what's going on there to keep the the ship steady at this stage so I must say I appreciate the fact that they don't just rush to put anyone else in there but actually try and and steer this through the the, the somewhat choppy waters Um, I know that we've got a lot of very good people in South Africa very um, uh, lots of expertise and I'm sure that they will find the right person in due course but glad to see that they're not just rushing into the next uh, next position in that job.